We played the song on purpose, really, because uh, we're about to talk to Madam Africa herself, Lerato Mkhwatle, uh, talking about all things Zanzibar out in uh, Tanzania. That was uh, Babsipo uh, Mabuza coming through, who, by the way, is on the cover of uh, the latest GQ. Uh, so please go out and get yourself a copy. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Miss Lerato is on the line, author of Vagabond, Wandering Through Africa on Faith. Uh, she is at Madam Africa on Twitter, and she joins me this morning for yet another catch-up. How are you doing, Larato? I'm doing thanks for you, Bridget. I am great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm great. I'm enjoying this weather. I don't know about you, because, you know, I get the feeling that you might be, in your mind, be escaping to someplace far more (laughs) sunnier. (laughs) I'm in sunny Mozambique, in sunny Topo. Oh, you're in Mozambique. Oh, I'm so envious. I did see you on Twitter asking about something, visa or, oh no, you wanted a quick 24-hour PCR test just a couple of days ago. So that's where you were going. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. But I'm go- I'm going to be in Mozambique for the New Year's, so it's okay. I'm counting my sleeps. <laughs> um, let's talk about Zanzibar, which is a very, 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 very famous little island that has made Tanzania uh, very famous. I think a lot of people even forget that it's in Tanzania. People are just like, oh, Zanzibar, as if it's, it's some little place that's, uh, you know, uh, independent of any other country but itself. But it's it's really one of the most famous islands on the African continent. Absolutely, and for good reason, yeah. because it is the most beautiful place you'll ever set your eyes on. Zanzibar has a factor that a few that a lot of places tend to miss, which is that exactly what you see. Yes. The pictures of paradise that you see, the videos of paradise that you see. Yeah. When you get there, you're like, oh my gosh, they actually did not even begin to capture 100% of the beauty. So it's it's incredible in that regard. Yeah. And it's easy for us uh, South Africans to, to get to, well, it used to be, I don't know now, uh, with COVID and all of our, uh, you know, uh, flight issues, but it used to be relatively easy for us South Africans to get to Zanzibar. It wasn't a hassle at all. At all. Even now, you can, I, I, I think you can connect with KQ, Kenya Airways. So go to Nairobi, connect in Nairobi to go to to Zanzibar. You can also fly in using Ethiopian Airways, mm. but that's going to take you to Addis Ababa to, Addis. to connect back okay. to yeah, to Zanzibar. But otherwise, like you said, it's, it's exactly that. It's easy to get to. It's usually one or two flights, which mm. is a miracle with the way South Africa is connected or unconnected to the rest of the world through flights. Yeah. And then we don't need a visa. It's visa issued on arrival, no payment. Mm. And even though Tanzania had a bit of a... A change of heart, I would say, sometime in the beginning of the year after President Magafuli died, mm. they changed their COVID protocols to say that there must be mandatory quarantine for people arriving from certain countries. Mm. At the time, South Africa was included. However, they subsequently went back to the stance they always had since the pandemic started, which is that arrived with a negative test result. And then that's all it takes to just be in the country, which is really great because it means you can plan your trip there without worrying about anything changing once you've bought your ticket. 
Okay, fantastic. I like that. I like ease of travel, especially on the African continent. Now, tell me more about the Zanzibar Music Festival that happens in February, which is essentially uh, what you are here to entice us to put on our bucket list. Yes, we are going to Saudi Zabusara. It is Kiswahili for the Sounds of Wisdom. It is Banan, one of my favorite experiences to be had in Africa. It brings together artists from around Tanzania, East Africa, and around Africa, Mm -hmm. and it is across genres. For example, the first year that I went, the headlining acts were Dini and the Volume and Mega from Nigeria. Previous years, they'd had Tanji Samazwai, I believe. They've had a few other South African musicians. They Mm. have amazing contemporary artists coming to play alongside musicians who never ever even think of of, um, listening to because they're traditional and too niche. Like, I remember once there was a drumming session by a band of women from a village in Sudan, for instance, right? And there's no way to access that kind of music. But Busara brings them together on a stage for four days and you get to enjoy this music. But also beyond just enjoying the music and the diversity of the music, Zanzibar is conservative. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people often ask me when they're planning a trip to Zanzibar, they get put off and I say to them, that's not where you go to party. The island doesn't party. There'll be no... No bar hopping, there'll be no living, you know, the dance floor when the sun comes out. Yeah. But during Busara, Zanzibar turns into a party destination and it is beautiful. It is incredible. Every bar on the island turns into a into a big, big, massive after party. And also I guess because it's a traditional festival in the sense that it's not something that's just seen as youth culture, it's seen as everyone's culture. Yeah. Everyone comes out to party from Utatako, <laughs> kids, everyone. And you know when everyone is in a party mood, we all love a party and we yes. all enjoy it good festivities. So also everyone becomes a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more friendlier mm. than usual, which is incredible. All right. So uh, uh, how is it pronounced? Sated... Oh, I don't even want to... I don't know. I don't, guys. I don't. Let me let me stop right there because I was about to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's Sati the... Zabusara. Satu Zabusara. Okay, if I say it nice and yes. slow. Satu Zabusara. And this happens very early on in February. It happens uh, from the 11th until the, the 13th. So it's just that weekend in February. Yes. And um, there's a Pan-African, they introduced a Pan-African ticket prize. Okay. So previously, if you were not from... Tanzania or mm. East Africa used to pay a, a little bit more money. Yeah. But now they created a buffer where if you are from anywhere in Africa, you, the price for four days is still less than $400. So you oh, don't okay. have to pay the same price as the Europeans. And I think, you know, it, it just points to to cultural institutions, I guess, wanting the continent to really enjoy their product. Yes. And being mindful that money can be an issue, just generally, I only say to to people encounter, just because I'm traveling doesn't necessarily mean that I have money. Yes. It means I choose to save and choose to show up here. Yeah. Therefore, when you do not have a buffer, mm. where you just say locals and people in East Africa get discount, but everyone else pays yes. the return fee, you are actually saying you mustn't come. So it's encouraging to see that layer of, of 
of um, savings just being added for Africans to benefit from. Yeah. And that's something that everyone else on the continent needs to consider. Yeah. And I think, as uh, you know, I'm definitely going to say, I think for us, uh, SADC regent countries, um, having these kinds of buffers, because we don't function in a rand dollar ratio, whereas some of the other countries uh, in East Africa and West Africa have the benefit of being able to save up, you know, the, those dollars because they actually do engage in that dollar exchange on a day-to-day basis. So it could be a little bit easier for them mm. to save up versus SEDEC region countries. Now, Lerato, before I let you go, it is December and we know that a lot of people, when they travel, they have their holiday reads, uh, you know, they make their to-do list of books that they're going to pack with them in the suitcases. Whether or not they get around mm. to it is a different story. Um, <laughs> so what would you recommend as uh, your holiday read? If we were going off to an island, uh, you know, what, what are you taking or what have you taken with you to Mozambique right now? I feel dragged, Bridget. I feel <laughs> dragged. However, I'm always prepared. I know myself. I always travel with Zuki Savannah's Made in SA okay. because it's, it's a quick read and it's 100% humor <laughs> and satire. So I just enjoy it. I can read it in a couple of hours, find a great spot, read it in a couple of hours. I also love a book called The Wanda Safari by Adam Levine. It inspires my wanderlust every single time I read it. So I always reread it to make sure that, you know, I get new inspiration for the for travels that are upcoming. Yeah. It could be a different type of just experiencing different layers of traveling. For instance, I really want to explore anthropological travels around the Sahara Desert. Mm. And that's just the sort of influence and inspiration I get from the book. And then I'm also going to read a book called The Big South African Hair Book by an author called Janine Jellar. It's just really about hair. And um, it's about our hair as black people, the ins and outs of it. It, It's beauty. It's layered. It has humor. It has moments when you stop and think, you remember that actually hair is political, you know, and things like that. So I'm going to read the big South African hair book as well. Looking forward to it. It's not necessarily an easy or a quick read, but I'm I'm enjoying that fact about it because I want to just, take it slowly and enjoy it and savor it over to me. Yeah, it's it's a great book. We actually uh, spoke to Janine on uh, The Art of Everything. Um, and it's a wonderful book that chronicles the, the black hair experience. It's great also as, as a gift in, in a Christmas, uh, you know, um, uh, whatchamacallit, as part of a Christmas uh, gift set or to just take it with you on travel as you've just mentioned. Uh, Lerato, thank you so much for joining mm. me this morning and uh, enlightening us a little bit about Zanzibar and of course the uh, Satu Zabusara Festival which is happening in uh, February and it's actually happening the first week well, first two weeks of February, uh, between the 11th and the 13th next year in Feb at the Old Fort Stone Town in Zanzibar. And you can get your tickets or more information about the packages on busaramusic.org. Enjoy yourself in Mozambique, and we will be tracking all of the uh, holiday vacation pictures through your social media platforms.
Thank you. Pleasure. That was at uh, Madam Africa is her handles on social media if you want to follow her adventures through the African continent. And of course, once again, that site is busaramusic.org if you are interested in going to Zanzibar and uh, traveling for music. In fact, traveling for uh, festivals is a good thing. There's people who travel for sports. Uh, you could be that person who travel for, for, for festivals and you could find yourself in interesting places. Let's get into some music uh, and get into some big festivals. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Would you swap your your red meat, your steak, for a serving of insect? 